You are now listening to the Claim It podcast with me, your host, Trisha Huffman, also known as, to some people, your joyologist. The whole point of this podcast and the name being Claim It is to remind you that what's more important in your life is how you feel in your life, not how it looks. So much I feel like is in inside of us that we're programmed to feel like we're not enough, that we should be doing more, should be doing things differently, should look differently, blah, 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 blah. Um, and so I just hope to remind you that this is your life. Claim your life, claim your joy, claim your worth, claim your value, claim your success, claim that you're enough right here today. And that doesn't mean you give up on never striving or doing the things you want to do, but to come to those things more from a place of love for yourself and respect for yourself to then want to grow, but also to please don't miss out on enjoying your life and living your life while it's happening. Ha! That was a lot. <laughs> uh, today's episode is a solo episode with me, obviously. 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 Maybe not. Maybe one day I'll give it a solo episode to a guest. That could be true. As usual on solo episodes, I often ramble through a few topics. I'm I think I'm mostly staying to one sort of topic today, but you know, all things touch all things. Uh, I have been, ugh, my house has felt like in more disarray lately. I don't know if it's from having, you know, Christmas break with the kids home and then we traveled and then I was exhausted after traveling for a week and then we had a lockdown, or not a lockdown, we had a quarantine because of one of my daughters testing positive from school and um, yeah. Anyway, it just seems like my house had been messier lately and you know, when when things are messier than that can mess with you <laughs> and make you feel like... Oh, it should be cleaner. I should be doing more. I'm lazy. I'm this. Like, we can be hard on ourselves when things are messy. And, you know, I like having a clean house. I like having an organized house. And I might not be the best, like, cleaner, wiping down every surface, going in deep. But I've always been someone that likes for things to have its place. And so I'm like a picker upper. I put things back in their place most of the time. That's what I want. So it might not be scrubbed clean, you know, with every piece of dust up and everything shining, but that things are put away. I have a four and six-year-old. Things are regularly in disarray, and I've enjoyed living in a smaller house and giving them more like, no, and it's bath time. You don't just put your, you know, take off your clothes and put it on the bathroom floor, put it in your laundry basket and put your shoes in their cubby and put your, t you know, but then sometimes you just get exhausted by the constant, put your shoes away, put your shoes, did you put your shoes away? And so then you end up just letting things go or you do it yourself. So that's where I'd been. So the idea of like, oh, my house is so messy and picking it up was starting to feel overwhelming because also, you know, pick it up every day and then it happens every day. 
So here are some things that have helped me in the last couple of weeks that I have been reactivating. I feel as if I heard this years ago on Gretchen Rubin, maybe her podcast or a post from hers. Um, she's written several books now. Uh, it was, and I don't know if it was her that said it or someone that was like a guest, that this idea that if something takes less than a minute, just do it. So, you know, you're walking past and you're like, oh, look at these shoes on the ground. This is, and then, but you just keep on going to the bathroom or to go out the door, out the, you know, wherever you were going. If it can take less than a minute to just do it. So as I'm walking through my house, I'm much more picking stuff up and not being like, okay, you know, once I'm done working, then I'm going to pick up the house. I'm going to turn the music on and for 30 minutes do stuff, which is also good. And I actually just did before this podcast. But this reminder of like, just pick it up, just put that thing in that just press, don't do, do this. Again, I'm trying to tell my kids to be better at picking up after themselves. But sometimes I just got to do the thing so that it doesn't feel so overwhelming. Um, so that has been really helpful. This if it takes less than a minute, then just do it. And even that's like, oh, you know, keep the washcloth or not the washcloth, the microfiber towel thing. I keep them in the bathroom and, and in the kitchen. So an easy like wipe that down. So that has been helpful for doing, you know, just keeping the house more picked up than usual and not feeling as overwhelmed uh, when it does get into this state of, oh, there's stuff everywhere. Okay, I'm going to get to it as soon as I finish work today. Okay, when the kids come home from school, we're going to do it, blah, blah, blah. But I also do like the, I've also done with my kids to like just turn a timer on for five minutes or put a song on and say, everybody pick stuff up, you know, for the whole song. Like we're having a cleanup party or, you know, something like that. Because of course my kids never want to pick up after themselves. So that is also helpful. I also in the past week had felt like not motivated, not inspired, not ready to jump into the things that I wanted to do. And that was a bit frustrating because <laughs> the previous week I was recording the audiobook for three days in the studio, which was awesome, but also left me like really exhausted at the end of the days. Um, and so then even the other two days of the week, like I didn't get much done. And so then again, I was like, all right, it's all good because this week you're on the audiobook, and next week you will tackle these things. And then I was not feeling up to tackling the things this last week. And again, that can feel frustrating. <laughs> and they weren't things that had like a deadline. So one thing too that I, is helpful to remind myself is that you know, we all have like these ebbs and flows. And so even though I wanted to do so many things last week, and it started to then feel like I should be doing this, I should be doing that. Come on, why aren't you feeling motivated? Blah, blah, blah. Do this thing to try to get yourself in the mode. Um, when you're just in that space, things are just not flowing. So allowing myself to sort of trust that and to be like, all right, you know, you're not feeling it right now. What can you do right now that feels easy for you, that you feel like you can do, and knowing that the time will come? Again, this is when I didn't have like a – these were things that I wanted to do last week, but nothing was like, this has to be done by 12 o'clock on Tuesday or anything. So 
when I have these, I have so much to do, I have so much I want to do, and it feels like overwhelming, like I did last week after having a week of not really taking care of much stuff besides doing the audiobook and showing up for those commitments. Uh, I do a brain dump of all the things that I want to do, whether it's a, oh, pay that bill, you need to order this, uh, you know, you're do this like so all the big and small things just brain dump it and in my daily connection journal like that's what I usually use the left side that's just the lined page for and that can help me to like even though it can be again more overwhelming because you see oh wait there's not just like three things I want to do there's 22 or <laughs> like whatever but by looking at it I can see which are the things that are like the most important and then I can pick those for my top three want to do items, which is part of the daily connection prompts. Um, and sort of like circle those and move those over to the page on that sheet. Um, but what I've also found that a lot of times in that, okay, so these are the most important things to do, the top want to do items, those can often then be the things that I am like more stuck about because they're more important. So they feel harder, they feel bigger. And they can leave me feeling like, okay, okay, let's do this thing, let's do this thing, let's do this thing, but it feels big. So what I do, and sometimes I have to remind myself to do this, which happened this week where I kind of was like, no, just do this thing. Come on, this is the thing that you've got to do, that you've been wanting to do, that's been blah, blah, blah. It's, this is the time to do the thing. But I would just like, you know, it was like 10, 15 minutes and I'm just staring at my computer and my ideas and all this stuff and not doing the thing because I'm frozen. <laughs> So I reminded myself, hey, sometimes it's better to pick something that's like easier to do or feels more fun to do or whatever. And to do that thing first, even if it wasn't like one of my top three priority things. But if I do something, just get into action of doing, look at me, I'm doing something again, even if it's something easy, like, oh, I ordered the office supply I'm out of. And then I'm going to reply to this email or, you know, that didn't even really isn't that important. Whatever it is, when I do something easy, then it starts to like shift my brain and my body that I'm not in this stuck mode of what do I do or this is it, you got to do the thing. Like I start to actually do things. And I also feel that like, oh, look, I did something like, uh, what's the word? I was going to say grat not grat like gratification. There we go. Like, ta-ta, even about something easy that my brain and my body, maybe it's a serotonin thing or whatever, feels, you did a thing. Good job, you. And then that <laughs> shifts me out of the, oh, I have so much to do. This is going to be hard. This is a big thing into like, I'm getting shit done mode. So sometimes I do things in the opposite. Like you think your highest priority things, let me get to those first. And I do this naturally. Like, okay, great. I'll do the easy thing. I'll do the easy thing. But it takes mental work because again, our minds want to work against us and feel like you should be doing most important thing first. This is just you procrastinating. Procrastinating is bad. You should not procrastinate. You should do this. You should be doing this. And that's the thing. Our minds work against us and are constantly shooting at us, even if you don't hear the word should. So I can't wait for you to get my book, F the Shoulds, Do the Wants, get clear on who you are, what you want, and why you want it. And you're able to tie into that, well, what? I've just been taught that procrastination 
is bad. And I will be getting to the thing. And here is how I'm making sure to get through the thing. And I am supporting myself. So my methods that are very um, simple but deep, and you actually have to like do them though, that I'm going to be exposing and sharing in the book help me to constantly be tuning into these self-sabotaging behaviors that keep us from we're not doing things right. We're not doing things good enough. We're not doing things blah, 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 blah. And just have me actually showing up and doing the things and living my life. And I still get the things done. But another tip though, so um, again, once I did my brain dump, once I did my priority, um, and once, you know, I think maybe before I started the small task thing, or maybe not. I think I was in the sort of like, okay, just do this task and like it's sort of brainless and you can just do it. And it was something that I chose to do first that way. While I was in it, then I was like, look at me doing things. But a part of me started to feel this anxiety of what if you don't have enough time? Are you just putting things off? you know, this most important thing you do really want to get done today, you know, like what if this thing that you're doing right now that feels mindless, but actually does need to get done, blah, 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 is taking too much time. And so I was having that anxiety. So then I gave myself a like, okay, no matter what, and no matter how far I am on this task or other tasks, at noon, I'm diving into this. And then at three, I will tackle this. And that was sort of like, if I haven't gotten there yet, if I hadn't, you know, gotten to that thing by noon, then that was my goal point. That was my goal post. That was my time stamp. So this is something else that I have to do a sort of time block. And again, sometimes it can be shorter if you're like, oh, I have, maybe you're someone that has always tons and tons of emails and that can take you hours, then just say like, okay, I'm going to give myself 30 minutes of email answering or one hour and allowing yourself to stop even if you're not done. So I gave myself, I was again feeling this, oh, Trisha, is this just you putting stuff off? Are you ever going to get this thing done? Anxiety that I was like, no, I, I am glad that I'm doing this thing now and getting it out of the way. If this takes longer than by noon, I'm switching to this. And then by three o'clock, I'm switching to this. And uh, what? And then I felt good. I was like, all right, yeah, that's accurate. That's accurate amount. Like I will be able to do all of those things in those times. And that put me back at ease. And so then I was in this more like flow state and ease and just in the thing, that easy thing to doing the easy thing um, and letting go of that stress and anxiety. And what happened was, is that that thing that was pretty mindless, but yes, it did take a lot of time, (laughs) took me until about 12, I think, or it was like right at 12, like naturally. And then I was like, okay, so it's 12 start the thing, but I realized I hadn't eaten. So I was like, okay, eat lunch and then do your thing. And that's what happened. So I started the thing at like 1230 and you know, as usual, again, it can feel like this is hard, but I immediately was just like, okay, I'm in the, I'm doing the thing. And once I started it, I was doing it. And I was like, oh, look at that. Well, look at that. Look at me doing the thing. I'm doing it. It's not that hard. I'm awesome. (laughs) And I think that's when I made a TikTok video about like, stop putting off the thing. Um, And then I got to the other thing and yay. So Those are some tips that I wanted to share with you when you get the overwhelmed thing. 
Think of the less than a minute thing. Do those things throughout the day. Do a brain dump of all the things. Pick the top priority things. And then also know you don't have to start with like the hardest and you don't even need to pick something off that top three things. Sometimes just picking an easy thing will get you into the doing and into the flow. Um, Time block times or give yourself, you know, schedule things in to make sure that you're making space for them. Uh, and yet I do have, so if you pre-order, cause the book comes out officially May 10th and it's now up for pre-order. If you pre-order it now, you get three bonuses, one being immediate access to a five part video series where I go into five of like the things that shoulds really, I think, mess us, mess with us about. And one of them is the, is procrastination. And so like switch how you can switch something that feels like a should into a want. So I share way more even like tips and productivity sort of things for that in one of those videos. By the way, if you did pre-order and you went to ftheshouldsdothewants.com, you enter your information, just your name, your email address, where you bought the book and your receipt number, order number, whatever number that proves that you pre-ordered it, you will get an email immediately that gives you access to the videos. If you haven't got it, please check your junk because about uh, several people wrote me this week saying that they hadn't gotten anything and then I said check their junk and it was like, oh, it was there. So check your junk. Um, You still don't find it, then send me an email or a DM. I'm at underscore Trisha Huffman. And also... One, so that's an awesome thing you get right away. There's going to be a tapping meditation, so awesome, from Jessica Ortner that's coming, and a book release party slash workshop that will happen the week after the book release, and you can only get access to it. It's virtual, so you can watch it from forever, or watch it from forever, wherever, and Robin Euclid is going to start at the start with that, doing a guided, guided grounding meditation and have a little talk. And then I'm going to be leading a workshop, you know, giving you, guiding you to these tools to unshould yourself and look deeper at the shoulds that are messing with you. And then ending with a conversation with Jason Mraz. And he's going to play a couple songs because I was like, well, why not? If you're going to be on something, why not share? Why not share your music? Uh, he wrote the foreword to the book by the way. So go to ftheshouldsdothewants.com. You can knit links to all the places to order it, or you can just order it wherever and then go back to ftheshouldsdothewants.com and enter your info to get immediate access. So that those were tips that I wanted to share with you today about this productivity thing. And again, what I said sort of at the beginning was, you know, reminding myself that We have ebbs and flows and sometimes like we just don't feel as motivated or inspired and trusting that and that can be like a struggle and that's one thing too that the like paying attention to my should feelings and the shoulds of the world helps me to nurture when I'm in those phases instead of feeling like I did. I had to fight that last week. Like even once I got the things done and I sort of had this breakthrough of like, wow, okay, I tackled these things that I had wanted to do. And then I was sort of like, oh, it's the next day. I was like, wow, it's only 2 p.m. and I have more hours to do. What do I do? And of course, as a business person who runs their own business, I always have millions of things to do. (laughs) 
but I really wasn't like feeling and I was like, okay, I can do this now. And I started to do it and was then feeling like, no, this doesn't feel like it. Like I could feel inside me that I really just needed to take some space instead of just being like, okay, great. I have time. And so now I can do this and I can make this offer and I can do that. That really like, I feel like this time of slowing down and surrendering to like, something more is about to come to me, some idea, some opportunity. Like I really feel like I'm on the verge of something and I have to be okay with just sitting with it and not like, okay, well I can offer this now and I can do this and I can be doing this and let me just keep myself busy to do things because I should be busy. I should be doing things. I should be earning money. Uh, I should, you know, like, uh, I should be creating more earning potential for myself right now because I'm not doing this. I'm not doing, you know, that. I'm promoting my book, but that doesn't bring me money. I don't, I won't make money from my book until it sells a certain amount of copies. That's how book sales work. It's like record, you know, sales and advances. So I'm going to be putting a ton of time and energy into promoting my book that I won't be getting paid for, <laughs> potentially, if my book actually sells past a certain amount, which a lot of people don't ever earn back after their advances. Um, I'm hopeful that I'm going to be one of those. Um, but anyway, so that's reality. Like, I should be doing things to earn money into my bank account to be able to pay for my expenses in the upcoming months. Like, that is a reality. And so I feel that stress. But then at the same time, I feel like I know that something's coming, whether it's a, like an offering that I'm going to like, oh, this is what it is. This is what I need to be offering people or something's going to come to me. And that's a weird space to be in, this trusting <laughs> um, and like just letting myself sit with these ideas that are coming up until I find the right one and not just be like, da, 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 like, let me keep going, doing, being. That's a big should that messes with us. And I, I even write about this in the book. I think so the second to last chapter is about like, I am allowed, you are allowed, own your choices, own your life. And how that's how switching from shoulds and once was like such a big thing for me of seeing like, oh, I'm allowed to make this choice. I'm allowed to wear this. I'm allowed to say no. I'm allowed, you know, to ask for support. Like there was this constant I am allowing. And I get emotional. I think I cried during the reading of part of that chapter. And even just right now, I'm getting emotional. Like just when you, I say all of those things out loud where I'm just pulling like, oh, let me think of some things real quick. I'm allowed this. I'm allowed that. Um, but it really does make me emotional in how the ways we are so often stopping ourselves from living our lives, enjoying them. And I talked about how like, in the book, allowing yourself to be in this in-between um, like phases. And right now I'm not technically in one, but there were several times in my life where I just took time off. I mean, that it was also helpful in sort of the nature of my business where, or my work at the time where I'd be on a tour and so I'd be contracted for a certain amount of time and then it was done and I was like, Whoa, okay, now I'm off. But our society as a whole is programmed into it. So most people of whatever type of job they had on tour, as soon as that tour ended, then they would start to then feel the scarcity of, I don't know when I'll work again. I don't know if I have a job again. So instead of allowing themselves to enjoy the time off, you know, of whether it was a month or six months or not just simply not knowing when they would get asked out on a tour again. Uh, and not because anything was wrong, just like 
who who would who would need to hire a this a that a guitar player a tour manager a sound engineer a whatever it is um that people would end up not like actually enjoying the time off and they would be stressed about what's going to come next and i would just allow myself to enjoy it and it was actually somewhat a struggle because other people were like what do you mean what are you going to do next aren't you worried about this blah 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 blah, blah. like we are so stressed about people just simply being in their lives and not knowing where their next you know paycheck is coming from or or that and like we need to be thinking about it constantly and that's a reality like i was not loaded at those times i would always save money to live off of it but not like you know, not enough to like live luxuriously for years or something. Um, so it is like a regular fight. But again, these like shoulds, if I should be doing more, I should this, blah, blah, blah. And so whether you, you know, I don't know who you are listening out there and what your life is and whether you work for yourself or you work for, you know, a 40 hour or whatever job where you're clocking in and you're showing up that you probably have to turn in stuff and you show up for your jobs day, week after week, but just allowing yourself to when you're in those spaces where you don't feel as on and as creative and motivated, even though you may have to show up for a job and still putting out work, like just be more compassionate with yourself and kind with yourself instead of feeling like I should be able to do this easier better, faster, what's wrong with me this week? And just like allowing that you're just in an ebb of a week. Um, I hope, I hope that this helps you. And oh, last thing, <laughs> I always have, like I said, interconnected, but not just reminding yourself to enjoy the simple joys of life. Like I, uh, had another, like, what it felt like a magical moment to me on Friday. My kids are often going to their dad's on Fridays after school, but they didn't this weekend. And so it was like, I walked to pick them up from school. And then we walked into right down to the local playground from the elementary school and then played till it got dark and ordered pizza from the local pizza place. It's like directly across the street, which is not a fan. You know, it's like the most ordinary pizza place. Um, you know, just the order like a, a cheap gluten-free veggie pizza. That's not a fancy anything, whatever. And we walked home in the dark eating our pizzas, which also, by the way, the ordinary pizza place veggie pizza was amazing. They had like shaved garlic on it or something. <laughs> and it was loaded with veggies. And just like such the simplicity of that night. But I was like, this is magic and this is joy and this is like I'm truly enjoying my life. And that was after a week of again like, hmm, I don't know really what's going on with me. I'm not productive. Will I, how will I ever make money again and blah, 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 you know, and like then just being like, hey, this is okay. Like just trust and it's going to come and it's going to be okay and just like allow yourself to be in this space and surrender and let the ideas come without push, push, pushing and trying to make something out of something that's not ready to be. And, um, and just being in that moment and that magic. And 
again, to remind you to soak up the magic of the ordinariness of your life or, or figure out where you can be more present to them or strive to have those more magical moments and just allow yourself to actually have joy and enjoy your life without shoulding and stressing and sh- there's so much shame in the shoulds and I should be doing this and I should have something healthier and blah, 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 blah. And I shouldn't be spending the money on pizza when I didn't make this much money this week or whatever. Like that didn't, <laughs> no, that probably could have came up for me. Yep. Well, don't order out. You have food at home. You shouldn't do this. There's so many ways that the shoulds try to steal our joy. And please just try not to let it. You can you can catch yourself in those main moments of shoulds, of shames, of doubts, of worries, of fears. Just come back to yourself. And like I said, get the book. I'm going to teach you so many easy ways to like knock them out. Because um, it's going to be a lifelong thing, these shoulds that F with us. And then come back to, hey, what do I want in this moment? Why do I want that? To question the shoulds, question the doubts, question the fears. Get curious about them and then keep coming back to yourself, the true self. There's so many people I think that are so overwhelmed with the shoulds of life that they it might take a while to get to, wait, what do I really want? What do I really think? What do I really believe? Because we're taught so much bullshit about ourselves and what we should do and shouldn't do and everything. Uh, It's a lot. I can't wait for my book to be out and in your hands. And I really hope that it helps people (laughs) to unshoot themselves and find more joy and more peace and more ease and to stop being so damn mean to yourself. So that's what I got for you today. (laughs) Go get the book. Claim the bonuses if you haven't yet. F the shoulds. Do the once.com. I also have products in the shop. Go to shop.yourjoyologist.com. Get yourself the Daily Connection Journal, a Fuck the Shoulds Journal, um, a mug, a tumbler, something awesome. And of course, go check out my own Your Awesome Daily Inspiration app in the App Store. All right. Um, As I said, I'm working on some new offerings. If you are interested in coaching with me in a group format or individual, send me a DM or an email at underscore Trisha Huffman. You can hit the email button from there or the DM button just so then I can like let you know when I um, have figured some some things out because they are percolating. All right, go enjoy your life. Do something that brings you joy and or nurtures you right now.